Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Oscar-winning filmmaker Taika Waititi. He has a brand-new movie from Searchlight Pictures coming out on Friday called Next Goal Wins. Taika, I got to see an advanced screening of this. This is uh, such a fun movie. I'm a a huge soccer fan. This is a story, uh, of course, about America, Samoa, getting beat by Australia 31-0 and turning to Thomas Rongen to try to turn it around. Did you see the documentary and have an idea to do this? What was the genesis of the project? Yeah, I watched the documentary in 2015, and uh, I was just just floored by how great the story was and it was a true i couldn't believe it was a true story and just you know i love a good underdog sports uh story and and just i've never heard of the story before like the fact that they got beaten by australia 31 nil that's like a goal every three minutes so it's crazy like you know that you could have that score and that's the biggest uh international loss you know in in, in history and they still hold that record then they get in this coach who, you know, kind of wanted the job and turned up to the to the island and and turns the team around. And it's like just that classic story that kind of like cool runnings, but with soccer. And it was that's what drew me to it. It was this idea of like, oh great, I can see Pacific Islanders on screen. And you know, I never, uh, I've always wanted to make a sports film. So you know, I thought that was th- those are the ingredients that just drew me in. Also, I felt like you know, because it was a documentary and the story was so good, it was, would have been very easy for me to make. Yes, that's true, too. I had uh, Thomas Rongen on my show uh, last week, and, um, you know, he's just such a super nice guy. But he said, yeah, Taika told me, he goes, I'm going to need you to be a little bit meaner in this movie than real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's a sweetheart in real life. He's a real, but, uh, you know, you, when you're making a film, again, if you want the real, real, real story, just watch the documentary. But, you know, I've, like, embellished a few things. And, like, you've got to have villains and you've got to have conflict and stories. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, it's like no one wants to see a film about a team who wins all the time who then wins again. Um, so, you know, you've got to, you, you've got to like, build this up and, like, you know, I've kind of, like, tykified this this story a bit. But, um, you know, the elements <laughs> are still there. And there's still a lot of all the, all, the, all, the, all the things that actually happen are still in the film. Did you say tykified? I like that. No, tykified. I'm tykifying <laughs> this interview right now. <laughs> I feel the influence. I, <laughs> um, I was a uh, pre and post game host for the Oakland Raiders, and they had a guy named Shalom Luani, and um, so I knew that you know he had scored a goal, and then I brought that up with Thomas, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned him. I saw him at a." at a football game and and it, it really was when you think about um, Pacific Islanders when it comes to you know rugby and American football those come first so you really yeah. had to like you know dis- you really had to yeah. have to have to they really had to have loved the game to go and play that because it's you know it was not by no means a, you know that well supported on the island and so for them like they had to be passionate about soccer to go and you know to be in that team otherwise why not go and play football or rugby or whatever um you know i come from new zealand it's a very it's a rugby mad nation and that's you know probably my favorite sport in the world and um yeah and it was soccer was just not a thing that we really were encouraged to play growing up but now having made this film i've got such a newfound appreciation for just the skill complexity of the game the patience that people have in the game like rugby is just wall to wall just you know you're just trying to get through and soccer is like trying to figure out the next move and it's like you know it's all calculated and it's it's really fascinating to watch um soccer it's a fantastic game no doubt about it and i'm sure watching the world cup final recently and 
a sending off? Was the whole nation on pins and needles, all you Kiwis? I was at the game in Paris. Wow. And I was, I just gone, I'd gone to every game, um, uh, you know, in the last sort of month leading up to that. And look, you know, it happens all the time with South Africa and with Australia, with England and France, you know, the, those particular teams, Ireland is now who, who, are, who are really good. You just never know what's going to happen. I think what's great about that is it's really good for the game. And it's, you know, again, you kind of get bored, bored but, you know, there was a period of time there where we just couldn't lose. And even I felt like, man, we just, where's the tension? So um, now it's like, you know, it's anyone's game and it makes it really, really exciting to watch. You know, it's interesting because that's the first time I saw, I guess, the Hakka, the Maori. Um, yeah. And, and that uh, America, Samoa, they have their own kind of version of it too, huh? Yeah, every island, every culture in, in the different islands has their own uh, version of a, of a haka. Yeah. And a lot of people think, I think they're always just equipped to label it as a war dance. Mm-hmm. It was used in, in wars, but it's also used to honor people, you know, a lot of graduations and weddings and things like that. It's always, you know, it's always um, performed to basically to honor the other team or to, you know, to lay down a challenge, but also to as a sign of respect. And, um, you know, so it's a really great part, that, a great thing that's unique to our cultures. So many great characters in this film, all based on real people. And you really could say this movie is that the main character is really Jaya. And what an, in, an incredible job the the actress uh, did there and a, a person transitioning. And, um, you know, it's just uh, it, it, it's just like another side to this story here. Yeah. And yeah, I had to have also to find. Uh, someone who's someone who identifies as um, as trans, as transition, and who can play soccer. You know, those were the three key elements. Those that those were the requirements to play this real life character who was someone trans and um, could play soccer. That was a very big ask, and we managed to find Kai Mana who plays um, who plays the character, and she just hit it out of the park. I'm a huge. Um... Night of the uh, Flight of the Concords and a uh, fan, and I've seen Brett or Jermaine in, in person perform, and I know that you know you did uh, you've worked with Jermaine, but in that show, Reese Darby, so hilarious, and I was really happy to see him in this movie. Yeah, I try and slip Reese into everything I do. Most of the stuff he's he's been in. Um, there are a few little kind of just the players that I'm always. Um, I'm always working with him. Reese is one of them. He's definitely one of the funniest people I've ever met and enjoy to work with. And you have a very funny part in this as well. I, I want to say a priest, but uh, very interesting yeah. facial hair and glasses and a, a goofy look. That must have, must have been very fun to play that it part. It was fun to do. I always put myself in my films just because it's just a fun thing to do. It also reminds me just to not take things too seriously. You know, this is a great job. I, I have, you know, directing films and making up these stories and filming stuff and super fun. And I just have to remind myself about that sometimes not to, not to stress too much. And it's like, and I think the film is about that as well. So just let go. You can't, you don't have to control everything in your life. Try and let go, take some time to enjoy the sun, smell the flowers and be happy. I think about all the different, because I think of you, I think of comedy, but I think, you know, The Mandalorian and some of the other things that you've done as well. Do you sometimes, because I'm sure you're overwhelmed with scripts and projects now, do you have to sort of take a step back and think, like, what do I want to do next here? I do, and I think this year in particular, because the guilds went on strike for a long time, Mm -hmm. that was a nice nice, uh, opportunity just just to stop and take stock and think about you know what i want 
wanted to do how you know how whether or not I really really love projects enough to do them now so, and that's the thing where I used to say yes to everything and be overworked and overloaded and now I'm just trying to just take a slow down a bit and yeah it's, it's, it, sometimes you having enforced breaks is exactly what you need to remind yourself that family is more important than work and there's a lot more there are a lot of other things your health your mental well-being a lot of other things out there are way more important than you know than, than working yourself to death mm-hmm. and uh you know writing and directing jojo rabbit which was such an amazing movie and the thing I liked about that movie, too, is we're, we're so on pins and needles nowadays. It's like, oh, you, you can't mention Hitler's name, much, much, much less, you know, lampoon him or something. And it's like, no, this is this is my movie and I'm going to make it the way I want to. And I I admire that you yeah. did it. Yeah. And it's also like, you know, the, the, I think the message behind the film is, um, you know, is pretty clear. Don't be a Nazi. And um, and but, you know, I think more and more you need to, to, to reframe the messages in films about, you know, especially about things like the Holocaust, you know, in ways that that become more accessible to different audiences. You know, you can't just always have films that are super depressing. You've got to somehow draw the audience in with some more entertainment stuff or more of a fantasy kind of character like this Hitler character I played or, um, and even humor. Humor is a great way of just sort of just lightening the, the moment and creating a bit more balance in these stories. and. I will always use humor and drama in that sort of strange little mixed up way. Mm -hmm. Last question for you. Um, With this movie coming out now, it's going to be such a a big hit. It's It's a very, very good movie. And I would imagine that the people in America, Samoa, must be over the moon. What's the reaction like from the citizenry there? I was really happy um, and honored to be able to take the film to American Samoa before anyone else in the world watched it and play it for at the local cinema there for the locals and for the people there. And so they got to see it and to see themselves on screen and to see their story. And yeah, and uh, there's something just so special about being able to do that and especially being able to kind of like take it back home and say like, Hey, this is what I've, you know, I've made and like, you know, I, I hope you like it. And what a relief they yeah they really liked it <laughs> so like that <laughs> was one of the things i was i was pretty stressed out man this is, what this could be a disaster what if i never get off this island <laughs> uh, but um they uh yeah they loved it and they've been very supportive it's very heartwarming it's called next goal wins only in theaters on friday from searchlight pictures another great film by the oscar and grammy winner taika ytt thank you so much for coming on taika really appreciate it Appreciate you. Thank you, mate. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back on Sports Byline.